Today's episode, I have the lovely Amy on who is all about birth trauma healing and energy work as birth preparation for women wanting to shift from fear and doubt to a powerful transformative birth. Now, I'm not pregnant and I don't plan to be for a while, but this is a subject that is close to my heart because I have heard so many traumatic, scary stories about birth and I know how much our belief systems, so believing that birth is difficult and is always hard and always is a terrible experience, the more we believe that, the more we are going to experience that. And so I want to, before I give birth, be able to shift my perspective on that. And speaking to Amy is going to allow me to do that. I love the work that she is doing. It is so highly needed. I also wanted to say, I know that at the end of every episode, I ask you to rate, review, subscribe, whatever. The reason that I do this is because a lot of the work that I do is for free. So planning podcasts, reaching out to people, recording, editing, making the promos for it on top of, you know, doing free masterclasses and, you know, planning out social media and doing social media and all of that, that is all free. That is, I don't earn any money doing any of those things. And so the best way that I can keep going is if the listeners are willing to rate the podcast on Apple and Spotify, review, leave a review, um, share it on social media, share it, just send it to your friends, um, anything along those lines it doesn't have to cost you any money. Anything, all this is free for you as well. So anything that you can do to support me and if you're willing to consistently support me means the world to me because like I said, I'm not getting any money from any of this. I'm doing it out of passion and because I believe partially it's my purpose and also I want to help people. So Um, yeah, it would mean the world to me, but I'll stop rambling. Without further ado, here is The Sacred Woman. Welcome to Relatable with Ash, where we talk about all things mindset, wellness, relationships, and empowerment. here with the lovely Amy. I'll get you to introduce yourself, who you are, tell them what you do. Yeah, sure. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, It is such an honor uh, to just put out into the world what I do. And um, yeah, so I offer uh, trauma healing and energy work as birth preparation. So Uh, predominantly for mothers who are wanting to move from fear and doubt to having a powerful uh, spiritual transformative birth. So uh, a lot of the work that I do is with women who have had a previous um, traumatic birth experience and are now thinking or wanting to conceive again Um, or they have now fallen pregnant again and are feeling overwhelmed or disconnected, uh, fearful or 
just even hold doubt that their next birth experience can be uh, different to their last. Mm-hmm. So I work with women who just feel it so deeply uh, within themselves and their body uh, that there is absolutely more to birth. Um, and I guess that, you know, their birth preparation needs to be um, a little bit different this time around. So, you know, and these um, these women want to walk into their next birth feeling um, worthy, feeling connected, confident, free, and I guess ready to reclaim their birthright as a woman. So uh, I do all of this through my 12-week program is, um, yeah, it's such an incredible transformative program uh, called the Healing Birth Method. So um, we, this is like a one-on-one um, uh, program where we connect via like one-on-one sessions, uh, normally between six and eight sessions. And then I also um, offer like Voxer support as well. So um, it's a program where women are guided to reconnect with their intuition, um, reconnect to their inner wild woman and uh, their innate birthing wisdom. So they can absolutely and completely trust themselves and their body and uh, most of all birth. So, yeah, I think that's me. Um, To me, it's such important work, not, not yet being a mother, but um, a lot of what we know before going into um, being pregnant and giving birth is, I guess, it, it, the structure is kind of teaching us that, um, you know, maybe other people know best and that there's no, there really is that lack of trust within our own bodies and our own decisions and yeah. even possibly that lack of support. And, you know, that that's coming from someone who actually doesn't, hasn't been through that process. Um, so I personally have a lot of fear and doubt and it also stems from you know the beliefs I've built from movies I've seen and stories like my mum would always tell me like you ripped you ripped me open with your huge shoulders and and, which is true but it 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 terrifies me and so I'm I'm so interested in what you do um and you know knowing people who are pregnant and have had such traumatic experiences you know someone I know had their heart stopped during birth and um you know went from wanting three kids to yeah pretty much saying I'm 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 happy with one Um, which isn't what they really want but there's that fear there yeah absolutely yeah yeah did you want to say something no no I was just gonna say like I have been there absolutely and I have felt um completely like that so yeah, which we might go into a little bit more because that's kind of the main reason why I chose to move into this work um, is completely that, all those feelings and thoughts and, um, yeah. Mm. Yeah, did you want to dive into, like, why you really do this work and how you got into, you know, this energetic birth work that you do? Yeah, absolutely. So, mm. um 
why do I do this work? I like really I think the answer to that question is just in my story really mm-hmm. um you know how I got here to the birthing space to become the mother um that I am today and you know so I actually have a um background in health science so health science and trauma healing, uh, which I studied straight after I finished um, high school. So I went from kind of studying there to working in um, like health promotion. And before I knew it, I was running like suicide prevention programs for um, children. And then I found myself working in family preservation. So Family preservation is uh, where I worked very closely with mothers, uh, their children and their families, why they navigated uh, their personal healing journey, um, as well as their, adding to that, their like transgenerational trauma um, that they held uh, from their mother line or their um, lineage kind of thing. So I worked in that area for quite a while. then fell pregnant with my son. We were not consciously conceiving at all. Uh, <laughs> he was a nice little surprise and a beautiful gift at the time. Um, but I guess I really didn't know exactly what he was going to gift me, um, you know, going through birth and going into postpartum and all that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I... Once I worked out I was pregnant, I did most of the things. Um, I was surrounded by women who had given birth in the system, who uh, went to kind of every appointment. Um, You know, there was no, I didn't have any women around me that actually spoke uh, positively about birth. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually can't, you know, so it was a little while ago now, but um, I actually can't remember one, one person who actually said to me, wow, you are going to go through such a transformation, such a beautiful experience. Um, yeah, so that was really difficult because obviously I was surrounded by the system. So entered the system, did all the things, went to all the appointments, uh, didn't miss any <laughs> did any extra stuff that they asked me to, um, got to, like, I had a beautiful pregnancy. I was a little bit sick, uh, got towards the end and, um, they, I was doing like the last lot of appointments and they started to say to me, like, you know, if you don't birth baby by this date, then we, uh, will need to intervene and you will need to be induced. So obviously you can imagine how anxious I would have felt after that. So So anxious. Um, And, you know, when a birthing birthing woman feels like that, uh, baby doesn't come. So if you're anxious and worried and scared and fearful, uh, baby is feeling all those things Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, hang on a minute. It's actually not a safe environment to come out right now. So we're just going to hang in here and um and wait for the right time so I 
went through that like week and nothing happened. Um, the so hit the induction date. The and still to this point, really trusted the midwives, the obstetrician, the um, you know the people who would call me on the phone. Very very trusting. I never. Uh, I had doubt deep down, and I was anxious, but. I truly thought that I was doing the right thing by following, like they were health professionals. So mm-hmm. I was like, yep, they, they know best and I will follow. Uh, so the induction was super traumatic, you know, if, and I can, like, I just want to speak to this because I can speak to my experience right now with these emotions um, and in this tone and feeling like it was a gift to me. But if you would have connected with me a couple of years ago after that birth, I was exactly uh, what you just spoke about. So I, you know, I was um, absolutely terrified of giving birth again. And I was that woman who was like, hell no, I am not doing that again to myself, uh, my partner or anything. Done. One child. Done. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so, and I was there. I was completely that person. So the induction was very traumatic for not only me, but my baby, obviously, but my partner and my who was in the room. So it was a very long uh, process and I ended up, um, so just to fast forward to the end, I had uh, my son like pulled out of me with an instrument and um, you know the the disconnection that um, you know there's like 10 people in the room so the disconnection that I had from that exact moment was just uh, you know like bub come out and there was just no um, you know they took him off me and all these other things so lots of things that just, uh, you know, from from day one, just divide you and baby when it's meant to be um, a connected response and like on your chest and feeding and nobody else touches the baby and all those things. Mm. So, but I do believe that, uh, I do believe in a sense that my innate wisdom did try to come through so much. Um, it, you know, burst through the trauma and uh, all the emotions that I was feeling. And um, it, it did help me because it, you know, deep down, I thought, hang on a minute, this isn't right. I need to get baby on me. I need to get skin to skin. And I really need to listen to my body uh, with what I need to do right now, because this is what's going to not repair it, but this is what's going to help is putting baby on my skin and just having him there for a very long time. So it was trying to push through, but, uh, and did get through a little bit, but, you know, uh, all the things were happening in the moment. It was, um, yeah, I was just surrounded by all these people and it was very full on. So I really didn't, going into postpartum, I actually didn't uh, look for any support. I went into postpartum feeling scared, um, you know, just all the feels. Like I, it, it absolutely broke me. I 
was in the darkest place that I have ever been in. And, um, but I never really, I never really searched for any support. So I just thought, you know, hang on a minute, I'll just shove it all down and Mm. I will just leave it there and it'll never come up again. So that was, um, that was kind of what I did for that. And, you know, that time was a real struggle for myself, for my partner, uh, for any connections, kind of as a whole family. Yeah, so I I was that mum who told people my birth story. It would scare, like, it would scare them. And I was that mum who would be like, who wants to listen? Who, you know, I've got and it's not nice but I need to share constantly tell it to to warn people almost Mm -hmm. um so I was that person who you know without even being invited my birth story and you know I had a friend the other day say to me like you she was pregnant at the time and she's like you absolutely terrified me and that's And that's just a part of like really trying to push it down and it just comes up in ways that, you know, you do not see in that moment. So I Mm -hmm. kind of journeyed through like motherhood and all that kind of stuff thinking there is no way I was going to give birth. Um, there, There would be absolutely no way that I would work in the birth world because I was almost disgusted by it, to be honest, um, by birth. Mm. So I was like, no, 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 not for me, not having another baby. And then I fell pregnant again and with my second. And I guess the moment that I found out was like, I was terrified. I was so terrified. I can't even explain to you how scared I was. I spent a lot of time like being disconnected from myself, um, from my baby and most of all from my partner because you know it takes two to make a baby so Mm. I really held him almost responsible for you know making me having to experience that again uh, which Mm. was really hard on our relationship um, because he was so happy so we kind of journeyed through that and uh, I was working with a beautiful woman who was giving me like nutrition advice. That's all she was giving me. And I remember I went to her and I said, like, I don't know what to do. I I'm so scared of birth and had a, like a little bit of a uh, vent to her. And she really uh, stepped up and guided me in a way to at least get to the point where I felt worthy and worthy of um, investing in myself to get support for birth. So we then went to access, uh, to look for a doula. And I started, it took me forever to find a doula. It, um, so at this point, I was still entering the system. So I mm. still, uh, again, I was not surrounded by women who home birth, who free birth, who did anything out of the ordinary. So even though the hospital was the space that, uh, you know, it had a lot to do with that space, the outcome of my birth, 
-hmm. I understood that and I acknowledged that, but I still went back because I didn't know or I was too afraid of any other option. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we're, I, we're told that's that's what you have to do. Absolutely, well. absolutely. And would you be able to to explain too quickly just what a doula is for people that aren't aware? Because I think a lot of people yeah, do absolutely. go through the system and have zero idea yeah. about the options. Yeah, absolutely. So you can. So they there are women who are calling um, who call themselves either a birth keeper or a doula. So uh, these women. A doula, it just depends. So birth keepers um, don't necessarily have to go through like a, a peak body or um, be registered as such. Where a doula, you can go through um, like certain systems to become a registered doula. And um, this is where it gets a little bit confusing because when women are trained, and this is just my um, opinion and how I view the difference, is sometimes when you uh, go through a doula uh, training, you are told that you cannot attend free births because uh, it doesn't necessarily, like they don't um, train you to do that and they don't believe that that's safe. So you can attend uh, home births and hospital births where there's registered midwives and all that kind of thing where I think now we're moving into the birth keeper realm and these women are um, women who are there to hold space to give you from another woman. Um, they you know, a doula tends to have training on different positions and how it teaches you how to navigate the system and all those kinds of things. Where a birth keeper, I feel like it's the, their real presence that is there to support the woman. Um, mm -hmm. And a birth keeper isn't necessarily kind of, you know, restrained from overarching systems. Um, but there are women who call themselves both. So it, it absolutely depends Um kind of what you're looking for or if you're birthing in a hospital uh outside the hospital that kind of thing and yeah I think you know the the reason why the initial reason why I was looking for a doula um was because I I thought I needed saving I thought that mm. I thought that she was going to step in and uh block me from any harm or uh, stop them from suggesting things. I, like I, I, when I first uh, found her, I thought, yeah, this is this is right. She's going to protect me, and um, yeah, that's not that's not what I got from her. The mm. the absolute most amazing thing that I uh, got out of having her there was just having the presence of a woman, and you know just you know the the presence of a woman because birth has always been women you know it's always been women in the birth space uh, up until a certain period of time so I could really feel that I could feel the difference between having my partner there to having a woman and just her presence alone just made me you know and and the woman who is in the room has to have full trust full trust that 
your body can do this and full trust in birth um, because if they don't, then and like obviously uh, energetically, you would be able to feel that. So the woman that I had just had absolute complete um, faith that my body could do it and uh, and she trusted birth. So to have that there was absolutely beautiful. But the biggest thing that obviously my birth experience did play a part in my decision to move into this work, but the thing that kind of supported me the most in terms of my healing uh, from my previous birth to the birth of my next baby was we did a a few one-on-one sessions where we kind of dove into, you know, all things birth prep. So, you know, your positions and, um, you know, what the hospital policies are and all the kind of standard things. But the thing that kind of I really, really embodied and used in the lead up to my birth, so through my labour and in birth, was the energetic aspect of these sessions that we did together. So we, and it was only quite small, these, uh, you know, it would, we would do towards the end of a session, we would do, Um, like a 20 minute session on um, the energetics of birth so and you know that is that was just the most profound thing to me and I I used it so and I actually don't think she realizes how much it um, it helped me in birth so maybe I should go back and tell her that but (laughs) yeah yeah it really inspired me to get into this work so I I, I'm just thinking like we did like two sessions where we really went deep into how I was feeling about the, you know, transformation that I was about to journey through. And we dove super deep into like how my body was just holding these things and, um, you know, what, what that would do. And in my you know, emotional spirit, like it was all there. I was just so blocked and so um, not, I just wasn't open to birth. I wasn't ready to surrender. I wasn't ready to get, you know, to hand everything over. And um, yeah, so that work was just incredible and a big, big, big part of the reason why I am in this birth space now. So Um, I had a beautiful birth. I went into, uh, so I really went inwards into the last month. I, after I did a little bit of that work, I blocked everybody out. I, uh, sat on my own a lot and really listened to my body, really, uh, explored those, like I could, I could feel the blockages in my body and I really tried to explore those and to, you know, I journaled, I um, did all these things. I nourished myself, like nourished myself with food. I uh, made sure I only surrounded myself with people that truly trusted me to birth in this way. And, you know, I did, this birth was in the hospital. It really was. And I, 
if you ask me now what I would do, then I would not birth in hospital. But I truly think that I was gifted these two contrasting experiences to now understand and to guide women on this exact transformation. So I went into, just went so inwards, went into labour so incredibly quickly. I laboured at home for a little bit and I called my mum, my mum came over. We left to go to the hospital, my doula arrived and within the hour, my daughter was born. So I did not even, it was such a beautiful, and look, I just, um, I personally, this is my personal opinion. I don't, I actually truly believe that this birth experience was a gift to me because from my experience with others, other storytellers, other professionals, a birth like that doesn't necessarily happen in a hospital very often. So I really do believe that I was able to experience such absolute complete contrast and I was able to see uh, what birth you know truly is and now I'm able to guide women on that journey which is absolutely incredible so yeah so had my beautiful daughter nobody touched me nobody you know we went in there my partner caught her um, pushed her up like under my legs into my arms and that was it we were there we nobody touched me and we went home within like a two-hour period so it was absolutely um, incredible in that sense so what has gotten me into this work is just seeing the transformation and seeing what birth and I don't want to say could be like but what birth is because it is just so like every woman holds the power to birth in that way it is not it's not luck it's not you know if you have the right provider it's not um you know it's not who's there in the room it's not what position baby is in it is purely the fact that you are you are a woman and you were created to birth life so Mm. yeah so I was really lucky to see the the and that's why I call my son's birth such a gift because it truly showed me just how just how strong I was and just how like it just brought out so many things in me that I don't think would have ever um, shown itself if I hadn't have had that experience so yeah yeah it's also it's an amazing thing that you were also so willing to dive into this kind of work as a client, first of all. Um, Sometimes after people have such terrible experiences or traumatic experiences, it's like, yes, I'm motivated for change, but am I really willing to do the work in order? Am I really ready to commit 100% to making things different? And part of that, you know, there is part of that is also hope but you know also trusting in the person that's supporting you and then like you said eventually coming back to trusting yourself yeah and it always it doesn't matter you know it really doesn't matter how much you 
try to, or, you know, not even try to, we're so conditioned to outsource all of our decisions. So, um, but it doesn't matter. It always comes back to you and to you, um, you know, putting in, and this is the thing, like there's such contrast in times as well. So we live in a time where if you want to have that birth experience in for say a hospital setting, you actually do have to work quite hard to get that for yourself. Mm. So, you know, it's, yeah, it's all, the responsibility is all on you as much as you want to outsource decisions. Um, yeah, to do the work, it's just, it's all you to birth. It's all you to navigate pregnancy, postpartum motherhood. It is all you. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, um, it, it's, I, I like, that you you I can't remember the exact word that you use or outsource decisions like we, yeah. we're very used to outsourcing decisions and even in terms of going to the doctor when we're sick I Absolutely. I used to go just for a cold I used to just go to the doctor and I'm like tell me what do I do instead of um first of all educating myself to some degree on like how I can help myself at home but secondly trusting my body to tell me what it needs right mm. now yeah and that's yeah, to know the, to know how that's, to that's listen. That's kind of, I guess, your job. Yeah, well, and you know, to know how to completely different thing because you know, like energetically, we um, or our intuition, our intuition or our like you know knowledge or wisdom or whatever you'd like to call it, it really works hard to try to get through these messages to you it really does but it is the you know environment it is uh or you know we spend a lot of time in our heads and Mm. sometimes you know I always kind of a brief kind of example of um how it has to get messages through is it you know energetically it really tries and you know those little like super subtle signs um signs where we really have to kind of stop and go within to listen and to hear and if we don't hear that which a lot of the time we don't it needs to say like your emotional um yeah like your emotional side of things so then mm-hmm. you're feeling all these big emotions and you don't know where they're coming from and they're just playing over you, you know playing in your mind and, and then if you don't realize what what is going on here and you're like oh no it's fine like it's just because uh, I've got too many things going on or something along those lines it will move to your mental so it will you know that kind of self-talk so like I'm not good enough or I'm not good at this particular thing um everyone's looking at me at work or you know something and then if we don't notice those little things it goes boom straight to your body and what happens with our body when some you know something hurts or is aching or something like that we stop what we're doing and we really take notice so that's something that I work with um definitely women on as well because you know if you and get to birth and you haven't um, done that work and you can't pick up on those super subtle signs and 
and you particularly if you're in a hospital setting because you've got so much going on um, it's very different to being at home in your own space with minimal people so it's quite hard to hear those things if you're in a hospital setting um, but if you don't pick up on that if you don't pick up on those subtle things it gets to you know it moves to emotional and then all the rest and then it moves to physical and then you know your um, labors kind of not progressing and uh, you know the midwife wants to um, like offer you some uh, like the like a drip or, or something to help you kind of progress uh, so that's something that I really kind of focus on is just reconnecting back to yourself and aligning uh, and um, just noticing those real subtle subtle signs because they're you know if you pick up on those subtle signs it doesn't go any further than that you can go oh yeah I can hear that and I can see that that's what I need to do um so yeah it just doesn't progress into something else so um and I, I want to point out too for the people that are listening we we don't say these things to scare you um whether that's you know not. Amy's first birth story or you know picking up on those cues is the is it way um yeah is to check in with yourself um it's more yes it can sound scary and yes it can scare you but it's mostly to inform right to i really believe that knowledge is power once you're informed and you understand what is happening and what choices you have that's where you become empowered yeah absolutely so and yeah you're right you know no I always think um and this depends on obviously your uh like what's going on for you in the moment is birth preparation doesn't have to be complicated it doesn't have to be you know learning all the ins and outs of um of positions and the way baby moves uh through transition and uh how you you know how does breastfeeding work and uh your hormones and all those kinds of things it if you're a person who loves information absolutely um you know read all the information that you like but when it comes down to it, it doesn't have to be that that hard, that difficult, that you don't have to be learning all the time. The best birth preparation is learning about yourself and about your baby and, uh, you know, about exactly what your body was created to do. Um, and, That's you know, funny. yeah, it's just so, Beautiful. yeah, it's, we just like sometimes, and I've been in those um uh, like the ones that the hospitals offer or uh, the other the private companies. And um, they are really, they can become really overwhelming. If you're, like I said, if you're someone who loves information, loves getting involved, um, loves being prepared in that way, then absolutely. It's, you know, what suits you and what works for you. Um, because again, it's your decision. It's your baby. It's your body. So, but yeah, it just doesn't, it does not have to be that complicated. You don't have to learn. You don't have to study. You don't have to write all these things down. Um, it's just about you and about learning about yourself. That I'm so glad you said that because 
every time I think I'm like, you know, I think, oh yeah, I, I, I'm so excited to eventually be pregnant one day. I immediately flip to, oh my God, how am I going to learn about everything before I give birth? Mm, yeah. Like, how am I going to learn? I can't keep up. So yeah. I'm glad you said that because I needed that, that wake up a bit, to be honest, yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll still read things, but yeah, to understand yeah, that yeah. there's no pressure to know everything that I already, I already can know if I choose to tune in. To oh, absolutely. Myself. And there is you and you will feel pressure like it's it's without a doubt you it doesn't matter it does not matter if you are going to doctor's appointments um if you're birthing in a hospital a birth center you're birthing at home um with support without support you we just live in a world where there is pressure there is Mm. the view that women need to know you know, all these things did a birth and that is absolutely not true because I, and I am proof of that. I did, I did so many things. I read books, I went to courses and I did all these things. And when it come down to it, the only thing that mattered was me, was, you know, that I, you know, healed myself and got and, you know, Uh, trusted myself trust is a huge one I trusted myself and I trusted my baby to birth and that's all there is so it's that simple Mm -hmm. (laughs) but in our world I'd love to yeah yeah (laughs) it's it's easy to yeah sounds simple but yeah yeah it's complexities yeah we can create (laughs) complexities as well that's true yeah Um, so I'd love to quickly dive into um what does like what can people expect from like their first session with you yeah what what would that entail normally um I'm just trying to think what a good example is so I feel like the first couple of sessions with me are very they can be very different from woman to woman so one um and, you know, that is because every woman is different. Uh, every woman's on a different journey. So, yes, of course, I follow my course structure, but I absolutely make sure that it is tailored to individual woman. Um, and, you know, that's because, I, like, for, for example, I could be working with a consciously conceiving woman. Um, I could be working with a woman who has just recently fallen pregnant. Um, I could be working with a first-time mama, which I absolutely do. And, or like I could be working with a woman who has had an early birth, so a miscarriage. Um, It Mm. is so, yes, so incredibly broad. Uh, So yes, my sessions are somewhat similar. I, yeah, it absolutely depends on, the individual woman and um you know what their experience is and what they're looking for out of the 12 weeks so and you know everybody's everybody's dream birth is you know is different so you know we've got to line up those two and uh so yeah every session is so different um just so one example that I would be nice to give would probably be so 
when I work with a woman through creating their birth space or um, or they're putting together their birth I and when I say birth supporting I mean I absolutely do mean in a physical sense so your partner your birth keeper your doula midwife whoever um, you know your own mother whoever is uh, you want in that space so we do work on all that but I also uh, guide women through the creation of their celestial support team so it yeah it's such a it's such a beautiful journey to watch women go through Um, it's actually probably my favorite part besides uh, you know hearing about the birth afterwards so this is something that I absolutely do a little bit different for women um, and it is different for every woman. The visions, the uh, messages and their guides that show themselves, um, they come in very different ways. And, you know, it's, it's something where women, so some women that I do, that I work with have never actually kind of uncovered their higher self before. So mm. it's very new to them doing this type of, uh, this type of work. So the woman is really diving into parts of her that she has never seen before. Um, she probably didn't even, you know, actually don't know it exists so stepping into that That kind of of inner knowing and finally seeing that there is so much support um uh, Uh, to to the woman along this journey and you know she for her to kind of she understands that she has so much more support available than she you know could ever imagine um is just yeah, it's just incredible. So, um, yeah, so this piece of work is kind of only the start of her learning um, or leaning, like, into the universe, uh, into her higher self. Um, trust. To trust, exactly. And exactly. Mm. That is exactly right. That's and. Okay. <laughs> And um, it all, like, honestly, everything I speak about, it just all comes down to absolute trust. So trust in yourself, trust in your baby, and trust in birth. And uh, a woman said to me the other day, she's like, but what about my partner? And I'm like, absolutely. But when it comes down to it, it it is all you. It is all you. It is all your baby. And, yes, like, um you know, when our partners are in the room, we, um, you know, we kind of look at um, clear communication as to what the birth space will look and will feel like with them in it. Mm. If your mother's there, your mother-in-law, a doula, all that kind of stuff. So we dive into so, so much. Um, and in between those sessions, we actually, so I actually provide uh, Voxa support. So for anybody who doesn't know, what Vox is, it's uh, like a voice messaging app. So you can um, speak into the app, you can type into the app, 
and it will um, come straight through to me and we can connect kind of in between those uh, sessions because the sessions are, I guess, the, the base or the starting point for uh, the woman to kind of start the start the work really and that extra support in between just really kind of opens up so many uh, possibilities and yeah I just find it's so incredible um, yes the sessions are incredible but the stuff that comes out afterwards and in between is uh, yeah just amazing and to have that instant connection is beautiful as well so I do um, provide, and you know, it works around works around everyone's schedule, which is amazing. Mm. Uh, if you're already a mama, you're extremely busy. If you're not, you're working full time or you're, you know, doing whatever. So you're super busy. To have that is amazing. Um, I also give that support up until birth. So oh, if you do, yeah. So if you do uh, the three months or the twelve weeks when you're uh, you know, you might be, you might be in your conceiving stage. You might be six weeks pregnant, and then we uh, do the twelve weeks from there. I still give VOSA support up until the date of uh, the woman's birth. So, wow. that is yeah, and amazing. just you know, how it's something that I absolutely wish that I had. So, mm-hmm. what, yeah, what better chance? You know, what better timing? And woman is just, yeah, it's just incredible. And it's such an honor, like to, to be into such a sacred journey and, you know, it birth is, it's like a ceremony. It really is. And to be invited into that space, into that, um, you know, preparation space is just such an honor. And I just, yeah, hold it so closely to me. And I don't think, um, yeah, if you, when you're around a birthing woman or even if you're communicating with them um, virtually or something like that, there's just something like you can feel the, cre- you know, uh, just that they are about to, you know, they're a mother. You can feel uh, the energetics just like radiating off them. That already in itself, that it sounds like such a huge piece of work. Oh, it is. Um, yep. To be able to to do, and I, I can I can feel the energy coming from you, like how passionate you are, and just the little nuggets of wisdom that you've been able to provide me. The word that came to mind that you're also providing for these women and for myself as well is clarity. Yeah, clarity yeah. around something that's so unknown and unfamiliar, yeah. which it never used to be, but it is. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah. But I would love to dive into our quick fire questions now and to spice things up. So my first question to you is who inspires you the most and why? So if right in this moment, I think uh, the women that surround me at the moment are just, or the, the person, the people, the, the, majority are women um they just inspire me so much and they are women who are being incredible mothers and then they have journeyed through the last two years and they're just 
powering through, <coughs> excuse me, they're just powering through um, creating incredible offerings for the world, uh, for women in the world, for women in their community. And just to be surrounded by people like that is, you know, I think you just spoke about energy. The energy that radiates off them is just, yeah, is just indescribable. It is um, to see what they're doing and to see how they mother and all those kinds of things. It's just, yeah, very inspiring. That's amazing. Right. Next question is what is one book you would recommend for everyone to read? So I might keep it to kind of the birth space um, for, so if you want to dive into, for example, the history or her story of uh, women and of birth, I would absolutely recommend um, Jane Hardwick Collings. Her, she, has, she has a few incredible books. Any of her books are amazing. Uh, she has like her story, which is the history. And then she also has um, 10, 10 Moons. So 10 Moons is quite hard to find. You can't get it at a bookstore, so you have to order it online. And that is just a beautiful guide for any woman who is connecting with their cycle, with their, um, uh, or like they've fallen pregnant and they want to sync their journey with uh, nature and yeah, just an incredible book. So highly recommend uh, 10 Moons though. It is amazing. 10 Moons. All right. What is one quote that you live by? Oh, do you know what? I would absolutely love to give you like this amazing, huge, um, <laughs> beautiful quote. <laughs> yeah. But I am not. Um, uh-huh. One thing that I that has always stuck with me. Um, I remember sitting in year seven at high school and I remember looking up in like onto the brick wall and there was a, someone had written, um, I am the, you are the master of your own destiny. And this quote has come up so many times in my life. And even now it really it's just something that I keep anchoring back to and I I absolutely believe that um you know your higher self and the universe and all those things uh you know has your purpose there ready but I absolutely do believe that you can create your own reality I guess and you can manifest so many beautiful things um for your life so yeah so I always come back to that one it's kind of like that anchor when I kind of start to wander and um Mm. you know my year seven self just pops up again (laughs) that's so cool it's really cool that it was just like a fleeting you could have easily missed that reading that on that wall right but it's it's stuck with you that's cool Mm -hmm. all right I might skip to my very last question which is what is the biggest, most important message you'd like to get across to women to intend to have children or are pregnant currently? Oh, so again, I think we'll just go back to that one word is to trust and, um, you know, the the main message is that you know yourself and your baby more than anybody, Um, you know, you know yourself more than 
any health professional, any midwife, any doctor, any um, any family member, because, you know, that can be a real challenge sometimes. Um, any person on social media that you follow on social media about, mm-hmm. you know, pregnancy and birth and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, so just coming back to trust, you, trust yourself, um, trust your intuition, because your intuition is absolutely never wrong. It has the absolute ability to uh, guide you along this journey. And if that's the journey of um, conceiving, pregnancy, birth, and then beyond into motherhood or postpartum, like you do not have to outsource any decisions whatsoever. Um, and if you listen, you you will hear it and you it will tell you exactly what you need to do. That's amazing. And if you're having trouble trusting and don't feel supported, go and see Amy and she will be able oh, to would... support you on that journey. Yes, I would absolutely love it. Absolutely. Um, I get such a high off it. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Hey, that's how I think you know you're doing yeah. what you are meant to be doing yeah, at least absolutely. right at this point in time. Yeah. All right. Well, we might, we'll let the episode come to a close, but thank you so much for jumping on. No, thank I, you for me. You have delivered so much information to me and I'm, you're going to be educating so many people that listen to this podcast, like regardless of gender or if they've already had kids or even if they don't want to have kids, being able to support their friends in that yeah, realm is absolutely. so important. Um, So tell the people where they can find you and how they can best support you right now. So you can find me on Instagram. Uh, It's at underscore the sacred woman underscore. Um, You can find all the information there. I am just about to launch my website. So if you're listening past that date, then it will be www.thesacredwoman.com.au. Um, and then you can absolutely work with me in uh, so two ways. I have two offerings. So the main way you can work with me is obviously through the healing birth method, which, like I said um, previously, 12 weeks, one-on-one um, support up until your labor. I have created it so uh, all types of women can Uh, be supported in this way and yeah it's birth preparation like you have never seen it and it just makes me so happy to offer this to women um yeah it's just incredible so I'm I'm very uh proud of myself and it's something that I absolutely wish I had the other offering just quickly I do offer birth alchemy sessions so These are for women who want to debrief their birth in a safe space. So they're wanting to unpack their birth story. um, And that's, that's the kind of first thing that they want to do before they kind of work out what their healing journey will look like. So I offer Mm. that space um, and you don't have to have just given birth. You you know, your birth could have been six months, a year, 18 months, two years ago. Um, every story is so worthy of being held in a space like that. And, um, yeah, it's just a nice little entry point into really being heard and being guided and being offered um, that healing journey 
after that kind of debrief and um yeah just releasing that into the world and I do a beautiful ceremony at the end and um yeah it's just very grateful to be the holder of those stories as well that's beautiful and take some strength to also hold space for that as well I understand that too so that's like that's really cool you're able you've been able to heal so deeply that you're able to offer that yeah absolutely and if I can give one last message like I am absolute proof that you can transform in such a way where you go into your birth just um, you know with no fear no doubt and if that fear and doubt does come up you know exactly how to how to handle it how what to do move through um, yeah and just to you know you any woman listening to this you are first time mama um, someone who's had two you know one two births already you are so worthy of that experience and I it is just such an honor to guide women to uh, that space and that type of birth that they've always been dreaming of. Such important work. All right. Thank you so much for coming no, on, thank Amy. You. Thank you so, so much for listening all the way through. If you'd like to support me and or you enjoy the content that I'm putting out, please, please let me know. Leave me a rating on Spotify. You can even DM me if you want particular podcast guests on or you want people back on. I've had a lot of requests for Chaz again. So yes, other than that, I hope you enjoy your day. I hope you took something from this podcast that can help you and I'll see you on the flip side. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> That's my new outro. <laughs> <laughs>